Well, good morning and happy Monday, everybody. And this, this is actually, this episode is being filmed or recorded on Monday. You will get it on Monday. Um, it is a rainy day here in, in Hollywood. Um, and then this episode, this is the Oscar 22, uh, 2022 wrap up and you know we'll go over the winners and um in one segment and then another segment we're we're gonna have to talk about the elephant in the room okay (sighs) we're gonna have to talk about it and we will talk about it so let's get on into this know I get by the time the Oscars have hit and and are airing I call it a gauntlet for a reason it is so much to try and predict things and just stay up to date with what is going on in the awards race um y'all I did good this year. I did. I did good on my ballot. Um, I did really, really well, but we'll get into that later. Let's just go ahead and talk about who won and things of that nature, okay? So, actor in a leading role, no surprise, Will Smith for King Richard. Um, actor in a supporting role, again, no surprise, Troy Kotzer for Coda. Um... Actress in a leading role with went to Jessica Chastain. Um, I'm so happy about it. I can't, I just can't help it, girl. Like, I'm so happy that she won. Actress in a supporting role went to Ariana DeBose. Again, that was not a surprise. Um, animated feature film went to Encanto. Not a surprise. Um, cinematography went to Dune, which we knew. Yes, Dune had a huge night. And for the film to only be in part one phase, that is huge. I love it. I'm here for it. I am here for it. Um, costume design, again, no surprise. Jenny Bevan for Cruella. Um, directing. This is where I lost one. <sighs> I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Um, that went to Jane Campion of The Power of the Dog. She beat out Kenneth Branagh, Ryosuke Hamaguchi, um, Paul Thomas Anderson, and Steven Spielberg. Um, documentary feature went to Summer of Soul, not a surprise. I did not cover this one um, during my day one and two, and I was so sad about that. I was like, oh man, oh man. Uh, <laughs> but I am so, so happy for Questlove and crew to, to really pull off one of the best documentaries I've seen ever. There are some that are just like damn good and they're great and all of that, but this one was just perfection. Perfection. Um, 
<laughs> documentary, The Queen of Basketball. Um, that's a huge one. Um, but people, you know, were like, that's going to win. Um, film editing went to doom. Um, international feature film went to Drive My Car. Makeup and hairstyling went to The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, music went to Dune, original score. Told Hans Zimmer as soon as that. Mm-hmm. Music, uh, original song, No Time to Die, from No Time to Die by Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. Best Picture went to Coda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Production design went to Dune. Short film animated the windshield wiper. I did not see that one. Um, sound went to Dune. Visual effects Dune. Um, writing went to Coda. The adapted screenplay in writing went to Coda. Called it writing original screenplay went to Belfast. Written by Kenneth Branagh. Called it. Um, and that's it. They don't have on here the fan picks. And let's just say Zack Snyder had a very good night. Because the Zack, <laughs> Zack Snyder stands went ham. And this man got two Oscars in one night. For two different films. One for the Justice League when the Flash like started his, you know, literally like saved planet Earth um, when he was running super fast. Um, the best cinematogra- cinematic moment went to that. So that's one Oscar. And second Oscar went to fan favorite film, which was voted in as Army of the Day. I ain't gonna lie, I did vote for it. <laughs> but, and but then, I didn't think it was gonna win. Like, I just was like, you know, I'm a huge Zack Snyder fan. Huge. And so I was just like, I'm gonna vote for it. You know what I mean? Because I thought everybody was gonna vote for No, um, not No Time to Die, um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home came in in fourth place in that one and then I think it was like in third place in the other in the other category so <laughs> I, I don't know I was like what's up Marvel stands you're always on the internet talking all this stuff and then when it come down to voting y'all didn't vote like what happened what happened um and then the other category I voted actually for um, best uh, cinema moment. I I voted for Jennifer Hudson's Dream Girls burn down the whole system performance. That's what I yes I was like that was that was mine. Um, but that came in like last. But yeah, I was just like oh my oh my goodness. Um, this year was, it was kind of predictable in some ways, but that the last two weeks, you know, Jane Campion really, 
not only did the film peak, but her narrative peaked. Um, and then given what that, that acceptance speech was horrific and it just took so much air out of, you know, out of, um, excuse me, out of her sales. And so, you know, but she got a huge standing ovation when she won. Oh my God, it was huge. And I'm just like, y'all, she said those things. Like, it's different if something was misconstrued. Um, This was not that situation. But it's all about idol worship, I think. And like, how people build someone up in their heads to the point where there's no accountability, right? Because we're running into that with a certain situation that I'll be talking about a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I just was like, oh my God, whatever. <laughs> but that's the only one, you know, that I I lost out on. And if I had, wasn't in my feelings so much about the situation and really looking at the roadmap that is the Oscars, I would have predicted her winning and not have been in my feelings, you know? Um, so yeah, I did really good this year. Um, that was the only one that I, I didn't predict. I love it. I love it though. I was like, you can't be perfect all the time, right? Um, (laughs) let's talk about how Coda ass, which was distributed, financed heavily through Apple Plus. Let's talk about how they won Best Picture (laughs) in like the span of what, three, four years? And Netflix did not, still has no Best Picture. Now, again, y'all know I done kind of went in on Netflix and how (sighs) their marketing is weird. Um, Their marketing is weird. And so... You know, they kind of got caught up like Neon got caught up. Neon was behind Spencer um, and the last person or the worst person in the world. And both of those films are amazing, but it was like they kind of spread themselves too much in trying to um, trying to market Spencer um, and people just you know, I I don't know, it was just like a lot of the critics were tripping on that film and so you know, it was just unfortunate and it all comes down to like a tale of two movies, right? Which one is better um, suited for, you know, the audience and which one is better suited for the critics and it's like, because you see the bigger houses, you know, I'm looking at Warner, which, you know, that's just a complete, just ginormous house of power, right? Well, but they know where and how to market their films and which categories to really market. And if you look at the campaigns behind King Richard, they they did it so well. They were like, this the whole cast, the whole ensemble, you know you know, is amazing. But it was clear that they were like, hey, Will Smith is the dude, right? Like, (laughs) I'm like, 
y'all have to learn how to market because it's like and then also look at doom <sighs> yes it was through legendary and all the things but warner got a hold of that and was like hey listen this is what we gonna do we gonna handle this this is what we gonna do and even the campaign you know that started in the summer of last year did not stop like it just you know and doom grew to be a very popular film and make a lot of money so it's like you know just take a take a few pages from their book and learn how to market a film um as soon as this is how, this why Jessica asked why listen to me very carefully won that award the eyes of Tammy Faye started streaming on HBO Max so guess who money was behind that you see what I'm saying it's like as much as I want to sit here and be like oh it should be about married and blah 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 and first and foremost Jessica honey absolutely her performance was being crushed like it was just being like swept away and it was so unfortunate and then all of a sudden here come the bigs and they got a hold of that thing and was like watch and that girl got that oscar so again it's we have to learn how to market and not everything's gonna be for everybody but the thing about will winning is that performance Oh, it's so inspiring and it's so amazing that it's like it transcended things. It transcended genres. And it's just like, oh man, this that was great. Um, I feel that way about Jessica as well. Ariana, oh my goodness. You know I wanted Anjanu to win. You know that. But I am such a huge fan of Ariana DeBose. It's not even funny. Um... <laughs> I think she's amazing. So this year's Oscars, kind of predictable. Was I upset about any of the wins? Not really. The one that I lost, of course, I had emotions about it. But again, I need to take emotions out of things to really focus on what is being presented. And yeah, so I had a good time. I mean, I had fun. Um... This was the first year that the Oscars were back with a with three hosts. I think the hosts did okay. There was actually, I think they did good. Let's. I'm not gonna hate. I thought they did good. Regina <laughs> Hall. Oh my God, girl. Like, I think she did the best out of everybody. Like, it was just so funny. Like, she was really hilarious so she did this bit well a couple bits of you know masking her trying to get a date um masking it as covid precautions it was freaking hilarious i was like what is happening And Jason Momoa's self, he was like, thank you, Miss Hall. (laughs) 
that had me rolling. I said, he's so proper. I can't. But yeah, I love it. I love it. She did a really good job. But I love her anyway, right? Like, I kind of figured she'd do okay. Um, Another standout. The We Don't Talk About Bruno. Everybody was like, see... Disney, everybody, y'all better stop playing and nominate what we like because everybody is was like, that was so cute and it's a bop. And then Miss Beyonce. <sighs> Go watch that performance. Don't talk about Bruno. Go watch that performance and be alive by Beyonce. Go watch those two performances because those were the top performances of the evening. Um, I had so much fun watching them. Um, Beyonce just gonna come with the production. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> she just gonna come with the production, and that's just that's it. That's on period. And I was like, yeah, well, I mean. <sighs> You, you get what you pay for, right? Like, she killed that, and it was amazing. Didn't win, which, you know, I, I don't... I kind of had my words about that already, so... But the production was there. Um, and she, like, opened the show, so it was... It was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. So, yeah, that's, that's the Oscar part of this. And let's just... Go ahead and handle this elephant in the room. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. are wrapped on this 2022 awards gambit race road trip however you want to look at it uh, we are done <laughs> and it is on to the next year it is on to the 2023 shenanigans um, one film that I'm in the process of reviewing is everything everywhere all at once it is amazing it opens nationally on april 8th it is amazing definitely definitely got to check that out but i i'm hoping that it will be a a a, a participant in the 2023 um awards shenanigans so we'll see how that goes um but yeah we're done we're done we're done we're done we're done all right talk to y'all guys later